kind of been obsessed. Sorry, I don't know if that actually started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boop, restart. Kind of been obsessed with Hamilton and I just got into it. And so it's all over on Disney Plus if you haven't watched it. But if you have, there's this idea of Hamilton and how he always wrote like it was running out of time. And I so much feel that. And I've definitely felt that lately that it's just like holding all of these thoughts and these ideas in my head is like working against myself. And the second that they come to me, it's like not letting it out in that moment. It's like wasting my time. And we are all running out of time. And the challenge is that you never know when it's up. And so what I want you to do is start writing the story the way you envision it. Because you are running out of time. And if you aren't living life on your terms, if life is just happening to you, stop. You have every gift of the world right here in front of you. And if you thought that what you wanted was impassable, you're wrong. It's so possible. If I can do this, if I can sit here in small town Iowa and claim a stake in the ground and say, you know what? All things, of all the things that I could be in this world, for whatever reason, the call on my heart is to change people's lives and knowing that even if I got every person in my town, that's still only 600 lives, that's still enough, right? And knowing that when I say that I'm a podcaster in my town, most people don't know what I'm talking about. And so this is the perfect place to not launch a podcast, to not launch a career on a podcast, right? And to not write the books and to not gain the energy and to not have the people around me that know what I'm talking about. And so if I prove to you that I can do this, that I can turn my life around, that six years ago I started turning my life around, and that right now I'm claiming my stake in the ground and that I'm going to go do this, and that this is seemingly the most impossible dream that you could probably have, challenge me, try If I prove that I can do this, then I know you can live life on your terms. And every day that more people listen and more people follow and more people like it is a day that my story becomes your story. Let's dive in. Have you ever wondered how to live the life that you want? Have you ever sat 
and really allowed yourself to dream about it and start writing down action steps to go after those things. If you haven't, welcome, because most of us haven't. And I honestly woke up at the age of 30 and realized that I had one dream left for my life and that that wasn't going to be enough and that I couldn't just keep kind of riding the tide of what my life was going to look like. I couldn't just keep signing up for what everyone else had envisioned for my life except for me. And so that year I put my foot down and I said, I want to be about things that I want to be about. I want to say in my life, and if that's something that you need, then this is it. We're coming at you every day, calling for you to live bigger, to cut and overcome your limiting beliefs, and to align your life, to have a say, to be that person. If that's what you need, come here. Every day, we have you. Join our community, start rising up, and start taking your life back. You are worth it. You are beyond worth everything that you deserve. Everything that you can dream you want for your life, you are worth. And that's what we're about here. Let's dive in. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Welcome. Uh, um, we're going to like really get into our great thing right away because we can't sleep on this. Okay, so my great thing is the next three days I'll be coming to you from South Dakota. Now, I don't know what's in South Dakota. I've never been there. I... I have researched the sites and I'm better understanding what it is and what I'm about to encounter. But I think more than anything, you know, when I started doing this, there was this realization that I had built my life around work and not around the things that I wanted. And I think so many times that's where we get it wrong, right? We're like, oh, this is what I have to do. This is my only option, and so I'll travel when I'm able. And, you know, I kept looking around at my life and and realizing that my husband and I both wanted the same things. We both wanted to travel, and we both wanted to do all these things, but we hadn't really built our life around wanting to do those things. That was going to be something we did after, after all the work was done. And in my mind, the work was never going to be done because really I was building work so high up in my mind and in my body and this idea that I had to be wanted, that I had to be necessary, that I had to be important, that I did go on vacations. And every time that I went, I would feel like this aching fear within my body that I was missing an email or a meeting or something was happening without me and everyone needed me and how could they survive without me? I had to be there. And I felt 
so disengaged from the vacation. I felt so unimportant. And the biggest fear was that I was going to come back and everybody would realize that life went on without me and that they were okay. And so the whole vacation, I would be like checking emails. I'd be like, okay, they have to want me. They have to need me by now, right? And sometimes they would and sometimes they wouldn't. But every single time I'd just need to go back to that world because it was hard to exist without that world. And we wanted to travel and we wanted to travel so we could go explore and we could be in those places. But I was never in those places. Right? I was always like one foot in. Afraid to give myself fully to those situations because if I did, I might enjoy it and I might want more of it. And truthfully, that was the bigger fear. You can't want more because you don't have more time. You don't have more time. You can barely escape right now. When are you going to go on a vacation? Okay, you can have a week every five years, let's say. Right? And so we would like push ourselves into these three to four day vacations. And that's fine. Really, to me, the vacation isn't what's important. Right? Like, I don't need the time off. In case you haven't heard, we just published our 250th episode. When do I sleep? Well, that's the thing. The work wasn't the issue. It was how I valued the work. It was how the work made me valuable. And that was where the imbalance came. And I don't think that I looked at my life... I th- I remember looking at my life and wanting freedom and wanting flexibility and wanting all of those things and then being like, just pushing that aside, being like, that doesn't exist if you want to make money, if you want to do things, if you want to do this, but that's it. Both worlds can exist, right? You can build things around the life that you want. Do you want to go on vacations all the time? Maybe don't sign up for a nine to five where you're constantly drawn back to a desk, right? Or maybe sign up for a nine to five for five years, save every penny that you have, put it all in a bank, and then leave for five years and go travel off of all of that money and make no money at all, but commit to traveling and not being pulled back, right? But for whatever reason, that wasn't in my head at all. I only had one visibly painted picture in front of me, and that was sitting somewhere from nine to five and not constructing a life that revolved around what I wanted my life to be. Because that's the story of movies. That's the story of people who have backgrounds that you don't have, Hannah. You can't be there. Stop thinking that that's possible for you. That's possible in California. That's possible in New York. It's maybe possible in Texas. It's not possible where you're from. Stop. Right? And, you know, my great thing really is that I found out today 
today, welcome, I found out that I still exist. That even when people were trying to make it feel like this job was the only thing that I would have. And that it would be so scary for me to walk away because how would I possibly exist? I'm still here. I am still existing and every single time that I that I get a text message or you enter and subscribe to my email list or you reach out and message me or you just acknowledge that I exist, I exist a little more. I exist to one more person, right? And I know it is not as many people as I existed to before. But you should know that you're the reason I still exist. You're the reason that all the people trying to hold me back from doing this thing, trying to tell me to just stop, it's silly, go back, there's an easier way, don't do this. You don't have to do this, right? This is going to be hard beyond what you can fathom. Why would you keep going? All those people who wanted me to exist in this box, who wanted me to not tell this story because if this story is told, and if I go out and prove it, it proves that all of us are capable. And I think that reason is more the reason of people wanting me to stop than the other. And so my great thing really is that we're about to go on location. I am officially living a life that I don't want to vacation from. The work that I want to do comes right along with me. Happens as I do those things. My dream for my life as I started to decide that I wanted to live it on my terms was that my life came with me. I don't like taking a break. I will, and I'm working on being present in all of those situations. But I wanted a life that I didn't need to take a break from. And I am officially taking my first vacation that I am excited to be able to be in both worlds. To not have to constantly be checking back in to still exist. To just exist where I'm at. And that's my great thing. And I want you to take time today and make sure that you recognize yourself for the great things that you're doing, for the strides that you're making, even though they seem small, right? Even though they feel like nothing, just recognizing yourself is something, is standing up, is standing back up, is demanding more from yourself, is recognizing yourself as great today. That's you. You know you know how amazing you are. And if you don't, it's just because you don't say it enough. So start. All right, let's dive in. Kind of been obsessing with um, the 
live recording of Hamilton. Sorry, not sorry if you haven't watched it. Um, I'm just going to give you a little heads up. Go do it right now. It's so interesting. I mean, my mind is just entirely blown. Like, I can't. I can't. I can't even. Even if I try. Even if I wanted to. I can't wrap my head around it. And so, at one point, oh my gosh, and this is going to go really deep and dark, and I'm sorry that it's so heavy here, but I think more than anything, it's this need to tell this side of the story, because everyone who looked at me just saw the surface just saw the happiness, just saw the success. And that's still what people see. And they're saying, why? Why would you go this route? Why would you do this thing? Why would you change your entire life? Your life was just fine. And so I have to tell this side of it. Because eventually, you're only going to see the other side. The happy side. The wonderful side where everyone has success and where they find their niche and where they find the thing and they 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 write the book and they do the podcast and they're this big success. And when that happens for me, I'll be so excited to have transitioned, but I can't just go to that part. I can't just tell that story because the more important part of the story was the last year. And the more important story will be transitioning to that place over the next coming years. Because I didn't want to tell a story that didn't also tell the struggle part. I didn't want to tell the story of just leaving my job and doing this full time. I wanted to tell the story of having to wake up at 3 a.m. so I could do this podcast every day so I could write when I finally had enough energy so that I could do the work in my heart and work a full-time job when I needed to. I didn't want to just show up when it got easy. And I didn't want to just tell the happy-go-lucky side of my life. Because, yes, am I an ever-optimist in this world? No question. If I wasn't, I wouldn't still be here. Trust it has taken me pulling every ounce of optimism that I had out of my very bottom. Bottom? <laughs> Body. <laughs> it's taken that. Right? And I can't not tell this side. Because without this portion of the death of a dream the next portion would have never happened. And the greatest thing that I ever did was press record far beyond time when I was ready. Because that is the most important part of the story. I can't let you not know that it is going to take every tear and every ounce of energy that you have, and you are going to have to pull yourself out of bed or keep yourself awake at night to show up and do this work before anyone's calling you to do it. 
And having that example, having those people grasping on to any one person that will say that your work is valued and finding those people and waking up for that one person, literally one person, talk to me for six months about this work being important. One. And every time that I got low, I had to wake up for her. Because if one person needed me, that meant that I had to keep going. Because if I gave up now, she would know that she needed to give up too. That if I wasn't strong enough to keep going, neither is she. And I couldn't give up for her. And I couldn't give up for me. And so here's the back part of the story that I didn't really want to tell, that I don't really want to get into, but that I have to. They talk about in Hamilton how he was always writing like he was running out of time. He was always fighting like he was running out of time. And I posted that yesterday on my Instagram. You know, I was running the other day and I'm running by the water tower in our town and I'm obsessed with small town water towers. I th- it goes back to, this is so crazy that I remember this, but I remember my mom being like, they're redoing the water tower. They're building a water tower. Hannah, you are never going to see something like that in your life again. This is a big moment. We have to go watch this. And I remember being like, wow, a life-changing moment. No one gets to see this. Not very many people get to see a water tower built. And I do. Wow. Right? And so I'm always going to have this obsession with small town water towers. And as I'm running last Saturday, I see... I see this like juxtaposition as I'm running and I see the cemetery and I see this water tower and water towers to me are like birth and death all in the same. And right there in that picture, there it was, the cemetery and the water tower. And to me, small town water towers and small towns are the birth and the death of so many dreams. And how do both things exist? Right? And how do some people make it out and live the life that they always dreamed of? And how do some people come back and live in spite of the dreams that they had? And so as I'm running, I take this picture and I never know what the picture is going to be used for. But when I have these thoughts, I always know that it's going to come back. I always know that that picture is going to mean something at some point. Right. And so I take that picture and about a, you know, half a week later, I watch Hamilton. I draw this moment where it's like. People have questioned that. They've been like, oh, what are you going to do on your first day in your new adventure? Are you going to go celebrate? I'm like, no. You hustle harder, right? This has been every single second of what I've been working for. 
what I've been working towards. We don't stop now. We don't take a break now. Now I have time. Now I have energy. Now I have the ability to learn, to take in more, to free my mind of the cages that it used to have to live in. And somebody asked the other day, how does that feel? Don't you feel overwhelmed with all of your thoughts? And I said, no. It's actually been more freeing. Because now my thoughts don't have to live in cages. Now my thoughts are free to expand and grow as I function through my day. And I used to have to just contain them, like save them till I got home. And then maybe I would remember them. And even when I took notes, it was like that inability to freely express my thoughts in that moment hurt the expression. Hurt the authenticity of that thought. And so in Hamilton, they talk about how he was always writing like he was running out of time. Why was he always fighting like he was going to die? And I think that's just it. If you aren't treating your life like that, what are you doing? Every second of every day is a gift. You're running out of time. You are. And so... Someone asked me the other day, like, do I have enough time? Can I show up now? Yeah. Yeah. It's not too late. It's never too late. It's too late when your time's up. But it is not too late if you're still breathing. I am telling you that. And so the low side of this looked like I remember being at the height of all the accomplishments, of all this quote-unquote success that everyone was seeing, right? That everyone was acknowledging, that everyone was like, oh my gosh, you're going to do big things and you already have and look at you, you're such a success. And I wouldn't discount that. I was. Except for, to me, it wasn't exactly. I knew that it was close. I knew that there was worth here. I knew that it was so important in the grand scheme of the journey of my life. And I knew that I had to walk that path first. But I still knew in my soul that it wasn't what I was supposed to do. And the hardest thing was acknowledging that. Because on the surface, everyone acknowledged that it was perfect. That it was perfectly aligned. That it was wonderful. That I was great. That I was all these things. And yet I would still have these constant conversations where I'm just, just, Throwing around the term, yeah, I'm just going to go kill myself. And I think I would say it so free of hand, so light, so airy, that 
Nobody would take it seriously. And I'm not saying that I was outwardly suicidal and that I was ever going to act on it because I don't think my optimism would have ever let me act on it. But I think the scarier thing is people like me who have these optimistic, wonderful personalities also have this inability to allow themselves to feel the deepness of the feelings that they have. And so when I venture into these spaces, it's hard for me to tell both stories, but it's so important. Because yes, could I have signed up? Could I have done exactly what I'm doing now and not dealt with all my demons? No question. No question. And if I I wanted to get rich and famous and write the books and do the things just based solely on the person that I show up in as this world in this world as I could have because do I recognize that yes I have something that some people don't have I have this natural lightness that I can't even escape like my brain won't let me I seriously struggle with Having to accept that a moment is dire. You won't find me at a funeral not thinking that this person lived a wonderful life and that we should be celebrating and not mourning the loss. And I had all of these thoughts. And I know that me passing that off and saying like, yeah, I'm just going to go kill myself and thinking that I should just drive off of a bridge more than three times a week at some points and saying it out loud, but saying it jokingly, like I would never do that, but knowing deep down that that would be easier. And I could have just done all those things, right? But that wouldn't have been the truth. And it would have been easier to just go write the books on the ever-optimist side and to go do those things, but that's not the truth. Until I knowingly recovered from all of this pain, until I really found and discovered, and you have heard that, until I really dug into that place, I couldn't really free myself from it. And I couldn't do work that was true to my heart. And I couldn't do work saving people if I hadn't saved myself. And I will never try to help you out of a situation that I didn't help myself out of. And I would wake up on days and I would just wonder and I would sit in thought and all the thoughts that I had, all the wonderful, majestic ideas that would flow in and out of my mind would just plant me directly in a jail cell because these thoughts didn't belong anywhere. 
And they definitely didn't belong to me. And they definitely didn't belong to the life that I was living. And sometimes they would escape me. And sometimes they would have the freedom to come out and live. But those days were too few and far between. And every day that I had to closet them up, every day that they didn't get to live anywhere but in my head, was another day closer to wanting to escape. And I knew that. And I couldn't keep letting this person exist in parts of time. Only show up for parts of her life. Only be good when called on. Only be necessary when emailed. I couldn't do it. And so I didn't have a choice. And I also didn't have the money to pay for someone to quickly pull me out of this. I had to keep grinding and keep fighting and keep pulling at everything that I had. And so you wonder why I give all this away? Because I don't want you to have to suffer the way that I did. I don't want you to have to sign up for something and know that you don't have enough money to get the free ticket. And know that even if you did... You wouldn't have the presence to accept the knowledge. Because you are always going to be living in both worlds. You are always going to be living in the reality of your life. And the wish that you could go make your dreams happen. And so it took me longer. And so it took me more books. And I didn't have the time to read the books. And I didn't have the presence to read the books and take them in. But I still kept fighting. And every second that I had a chance, that I had presence, that I had a gift, I would read and I would write and I would fight. And you have the same time. And now if you found this, you found someone who's fighting against the same things you are right now. I'm still fighting those battles, but I am three steps ahead of you. And if you want to know what it's like to fight and sign up and to keep showing up for a life that you want to live, then you can keep signing up for this journey. Because that's what we're talking about every day. Escaping this middle-class mindset that's been set up to hold all of us back. You are better than that. You deserve the life that you want, no matter where you're at in your story. If you're just starting, jeesh, you're going to do everything. And if you feel like you're behind, you're not. You can still do everything. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world.
Hey, thank you so much for listening today and every day. Seriously, this is my life work. This is what I've always dreamed to do. And you showing up and listening makes my dream come true and pushes me even harder to help other people realize that they're capable of living their dreams too. So thank you. If you want to and feel so compelled to sharing always helps to spread the message. So go ahead and get social. You can find the death of a dream everywhere. TikTok, uh, YouTube. I actually do a live recording of this podcast. If you want to see my uh, mannerisms, you can go over and head and check that out. I also do a daily vlog there of kind of my mental state in making myself a motivator. So you can go over there and check that out. All those things can be found at the death of a dream. Kind of the um, visual makeup of what I speak to can be found on Pinterest. Again, at the death of a dream. I know, it's crazy. Uh, And on TikTok, actually. So go ahead and search me out on all your socials. And I hope to see you there. If this helped you in any way, share it on your socials. Tag me at the death of a dream. Um, I would love to see what this is meaning to you and, and go ahead and like, and review this podcast. That's how you keep podcasts alive and give back to your favorite podcaster. So thank you so much for being here. I love and value this community so much.